Folks, the Winnipeg Jets continue their season of excellence as they sit just around first place. Winnipeg is trying to continue that streak with the game against the Montreal Canadiens. They've already won their last three games and uh, faced a couple of really good opponents over that span. And now they get a game that should be a relatively straightforward victory. But who should the Jets watch out for from the Montreal Canadiens and what lies ahead after the Habs? We'll go right through that on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. Or Locked On the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. And as always, thanks so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. Doing so is 100% free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. But most of all, we just really love and appreciate your support. Now, like I said on tonight's episode, we want to take a look at the Montreal Canadiens, who maybe haven't had the best of seasons. Um, I think that's putting it lightly. They are last in the Atlantic Division, and they are rocking a pretty poor goal differential. Not a lot of winning going on lately for the Habs. Uh, Montreal has definitely been kind of second win this season. I, I think that they are just trying to get through, trying to figure out and diagnose the multitude of problems that's go, you know are, are, are kind of ongoing with this franchise. And look, I think everyone knew the Habs were going to have a bit of an uphill battle as they try and kickstart the rebuild process. Um, that's not to say that everyone on this team has been doing poorly, but I think you know compared to what. Uh, you know, I think this team was hoping to see maybe signs of growth, signs of improvement, a change in the dynamic of this franchise. It's still a pretty long ways away off. Uh, Juraj uh, Slavkovsky is going to take a while to really hit his stride. Uh, and, and look, eventually, you know, there's a good chance they might even win like the lotto this year. So help is on the way. But for the time being, Montreal is in a really tough spot. And that's not really shocking when you look at the roster composition and who has actually been, you know, leading the charge this season. Uh, Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield are far and away two of their best players. They have been extremely creative this season. Cole has finally started hitting the back of the net, and Suzuki just seems to be very good at just about everything. He's a super creative player. I think we've seen more than enough of him and Caulfield working together. A couple of uh, opportunities they've they've really hurt the Jets on. After that, though, you start to realize that Montreal does not really have a lot of scoring. You get to Doc, who's uh, trailing Caulfield by nine points, and from there, it just continues to plummet. Uh, Dvorak and Monaghan are there with like 18 and 17 points. Monaghan, you can kind of forgive because he's only played 25 games, but most of these players have played around 40-ish games, maybe a little bit less than that. Uh, some have had some injury concerns, so they haven't really been taking uh, too many skates out there. But for the most part, you know, this Habs team is just bad. I think that's the only way to put it. Um, and, and and look, their their objective is not really to be good this season, right? I think the main thing that Marty San Louis and the front office were looking for was just growth. 
if you have this young team, you want to see signs of development, uh, signs of growing chemistry. Maybe you make an acquisition or two for the future. And you also could potentially bring in a player like Monahan, who you maybe flip at the deadline or something to a team that is looking for uh, some top six talent. I mean, there's a chance that Monahan does stick around longer term, uh, but the reality is, Montreal might be looking for something a little bit different, and there are no end to the number of suitors that would be interested in a resurgent player like Bonahan, maybe a guy like Armia. Uh, you know, there's not many players that I think are untouchable on this roster, but of course, I think Suzuki is there to stay. Uh, Caulfield, of course, also not really touchable, but a lot of the players after that, probably a little more wiggle room, a little more negotiating ability. I think Kirby Doc was some someone that at one point was floated around with the Jets, um, potentially maybe somebody that uh, the Habs were hoping to flip to Winnipeg, but I, I don't think the Jets really have that much interest in Doc. Other than that, I mean, this team, yeah, I, I think the most exciting thing for Jets fans is maybe just seeing uh, Jonathan uh, Kovacevic doing pretty well. Well, I, I say exciting, but it's also a little bit disappointing because, you know, Kovacevic could have been really good for the Jets. And instead, we uh, kind of cast him off a little bit, didn't really give him a chance to, I guess, stretch his wings. And there's no guarantee that he would ever really be doing what he's doing with Montreal for the Jets. But, you know, it's kind of crying over spilled milk with the, uh, uh, spilled milk at this point. So, you know, Winnipeg, I think should have a victory in this game. I, I wouldn't be shocked if um, they actually kind of eat through the Habs. I know that that game against the Yotes wasn't exactly inspiring, uh, if we're being honest. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Jets still got the win. Sometimes they play poorly and they still bag like five goals. So this team, as long as Connor Dubois and Ehlers are up to the task and maybe Shifley get some looks on the power play, should be a relatively uh, comfortable victory. I'm going to go out here and say 5-2. to two. I think Montreal will get a couple of goals, maybe one on the power play, maybe one at even strength. But I think the Jets are going to eventually maybe have a slow start, but then kind of over the over the course of the game, take over and really hammer home uh, a number of good scoring opportunities. We've already seen Winnipeg, you know, outscore pretty good opponents recently. And, you know, the Jets, this team definitely has some explosive potential. You give them a few power plays. Winnipeg's uh, special teams and, you know, shooting talent and skill just kind of take over for the rest. So hoping for a victory would be a nice way to continue with two more points, especially because the road ahead is about to get a lot harder for the Jets. And uh, it, it might be a little bit uh, a little bit sparser finding some points here. I, I've said that before, and the Jets ended up still winning most of their games. So let's hope that once again, they maybe subvert my expectations and continue to rack up that great uh, central division uh, running for maybe even not only the Central Division title, but the Western Conference. We'll take a look at Winnipeg's upcoming schedule over the next few weeks in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all of the sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis you need this season. Whether you're looking for professional or amateur sports, they've got everything from uh, pro and college football, basketball, you know, your post-World Cup hangover cure. They've got plenty of uh, returns to domestic leagues in Europe and abroad. So no matter what sport you're into, they've got you covered. Even things like horse racing when the Triple Crown arrives, uh, plenty of um, 
you know, international football and so many other wonderful sports. So be sure to check those out as well. And if you're looking for some sports media content, they've got wonderful podcasts and news articles to dive into with their experts so that you'll always stay plugged into your favorite sport no matter what. And of course, they're still the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info immediately. So be sure to register right now for a free account at betonline.net because BetOnline is where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We're just going through Winnipeg's upcoming schedule for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, Winnipeg definitely has done pretty well so far, I would say. Only a couple of blemishes on what has been a pretty nice season. Obviously, we know that the Jets could be a bit better in some categories. We would maybe like a little more scoring depth, uh, a little more high-end talent on this roster. But as it is, Hellebuck and the current existing lineup that they've got has been getting the job done, which is kind of important because the, you know, we're, we're, we're basically in the final stretch now, uh, the back half of the season, we're already past the midway point. The trade deadline is kind of rolling up faster than any, I think, you know, any of us are really, I think thinking about right now, which is kind of crazy to, to imagine. It's, it's not that far from March for being honest. So at this point, this is kind of where the jets really want to consolidate their hold on a top three spot and maybe even push for, uh, the division title, right? Maybe even the conference title. The higher your seed, the easier your road gets. And certainly for the Jets, uh, with with a really wide open Western Conference this year, this could be an opportunity for them to really kind of, you know, drive uh, drive the point home that this team is back and actually competitive. I think this is the most excited I've been about the Jets' playoff hopes and odds in a very long time, not just to make it, but maybe even get through a round or two. Uh, I, I still think that there are some things, you know, under the surface that leave me a little bit suspicious about just how far the Jets might get. But at the very least, I think we're going to have a good time. And I think Winnipeg is going to put on a pretty good show once the playoffs hit. But of course, that does require Winnipeg to take care of business. And this week is going to be busy. After we face the Canadians this evening, we've then got uh, Toronto on Thursday, then Saturday and Sunday back-to-backs with Sen- uh, with the Ottawa Senators and the Philadelphia Flyers. The Leafs game uh, is definitely going to be one of, the t- one of the tougher opponents. Toronto is offensively great this year. They've generally not you know, really given opponents too much to work with. Um, Toronto also has improved their goaltending by a pretty decent amount. Matt Murray and uh, Ilya Samsonov have been decent enough to get the job done. You know, it's not like having like an elite starter or anything, but it's probably better than Jack Campbell and whoever else was backing them up. They've gone through like three or four goalies over the last couple of seasons. So obviously a lot of movement in that position, but Toronto's offense is still very potent and this will be a very tough test. Uh, I I think the Jets maybe get a point out of this one, but you know, it's going to come down to how good Hellebuck is. And we've seen some really great form from him recently. So I am hoping that continues and that he can at least steal us a point on the road because there is a decent chance that Toronto will outshoot the Jets and outcreate the Jets. But, uh, you know, in, in the most important categories for Winnipeg at even strength, you know, make sure that you're really dialing up that that shot threat, um, those really dangerous passes and trying to exploit Toronto's occasionally sketchy defending. As far as the Suns and Flyers are concerned, you know, that should at least be two points from, you know, one of those games. Uh, if Winnipeg loses one of the other, I don't really care. I mean, it's just a couple of opponents where, 
you know, realistically, the Jets should beat both, but you know, it's going to be back to backs. It's going to be road games. And uh, sometimes you just don't always have your best performance out there. We all know the Jets certainly have had issues with that this year, but as long as like the Jets get at least one of those wins, it's fine. Two losses really wouldn't be the end of the world, but it would be nice to not lose both if possible, you know, if possible. After that, uh, Winnipeg definitely has a, a more interesting set of road games, um, or at least one more road game and then one home game uh, before we now enter like a, a decent stretch at home, which is nice. Being back in Winnipeg would certainly be uh, to Winnipeg's benefit. I'm sure the Jets would love to rest on home ice rather than having to uh, continue this pretty grueling road stretch. But first, they will have to finish out at, at uh, Nashville before coming home to face the Sabres. And uh, the Sabres, I mean, I mean, you know, we saw how they were um, in Buffalo. I think this game is going to be a little bit more in favor of the Jets. I think Winnipeg will come out with a better performance. Uh, I, I think Buffalo is a strong offense, but, you know, the Jets are just the Jets, man. As long as Hellebuck is kind of doing his thing and Winnipeg gets a couple of power play opportunities, I think the Jets have more than enough opportunities to take this game and get both points. The Preds game, I, I think, is going to be a win. Uh, the, the Preds are just bad, if we're being honest. I mean, I know some would call them mediocre uh, on the worst uh, of it, but I think they're just bad. Um, you, you know, this team doesn't really have great offense. This You know, there's not really a ton of defensive depth to work with. The goaltending is pretty solid, but, I mean, this team is just so mediocre. And if you're mediocre in the West this year, which is a mediocre conference, I kind of feel like in the grand scheme of things, you're bad, especially with how good the Eastern Conference is. I'm sure people will disagree with me, but honestly, I just look at this Preds team and I'm not really impressed at all. I think they are so average, it hurts. Uh, and they definitely seem like they're kind of on the downslope of of uh, where they were a few years ago. So, hey, that's better news for the Jets. One less opponent uh, competing for the top of the Central is certainly nice. And, you know, it should be a, a nice two points. And then, you know, Winnipeg gets to come home for the Buffalo game and a stretch of a couple of more challenging opponents after that. We'll talk about who the Jets will be facing in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at, at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for a, a really nice boost to my immune system, something to get me going in the morning, and a, uh, an easy habit that kind of supports my immune system without forcing me to do uh, a lot of extra steps, right? And AG1's awesome because it actually simplifies things a lot. You know, with just one delicious scoop stirred into a glass of water, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens, which is great for uh, supporting your immune system, kickstarting your day, and even better, you know, AG1 doesn't come loaded with GMOs or nasty chemicals. It's very lean, very mean, and it contains less than one gram of sugar and is also very diet friendly. So if you're on keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free plans, they've got you covered, and it costs less than $3 a day, which is great value over those cold brews that you're probably used to drinking. And with over uh, 7,000 five-star reviews, I mean, you really can't go wrong with Athletic Greens. There are plenty of experts who believe that they've got a wonderful product. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. 
No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, friends. Welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Jets. We're just quickly wrapping up with a few thoughts on Winnipeg's upcoming home stretch of games after this road trip. Uh, we talked about the Sabres game being a little bit on the tougher side. Uh, I, I still think the Jets should have a nice win with that. I think um, it could be a high scoring one, maybe six to four or something. Buffalo definitely likes to put the puck in the back of the net. And the Jets have kind of figured out a way to do the same against Buffalo. So uh, I I'm expecting some fireworks, but maybe Hellebuck does Hellebuck again, and Stonewall's a strong Buffalo offense. After that, you've got the Flyers, Blues, Hawks, and Kraken. Now, of this assortment, uh, I would say in terms of difficulty, it probably goes from Hawks, Blues, uh, or or maybe Flyers, I mean, whichever you want to change up. But then there's the Kraken, right? Uh, the Blues, Flyers, and Hawks are all kind of in like that pit of mediocrity where you're not really sure what's going on with them. They're not as bad as like, you know, maybe the Columbus Blue Jackets. But I mean, look at the Hawks. They can see tons of goals a game, horrible goal differential this year. The Jets have smoked them multiple times already. Um, not really opponent I'm, I'm worried about. The Flyers are very inconsistent. Sometimes they have strong games. Other times they just look like they have no idea what they're doing and they get smacked like 6 nothing by Boston. Uh, look, the, the Bruins are great, but... Six nothing is probably not what you want to have happen when you were on a, a decent run of form recently. And then there's the Blues, who are just mediocre and average, kind of like the Predators. I do think the Blues probably have better playoff prospects and, and a team that's got a little bit more offensive depth. But beyond that, you know, not really loving that defense. Uh, I think that team has longer term some, some pretty serious issues. So uh, something to keep an eye out for and hope that you know, the Jets should have a, a pretty easy victory. After that, though, Winnipeg will then face, uh, of course, a, a really tough Kraken team. And Seattle this year has been one of the top offenses uh, in the entire league. They've really turned it up this year. And I think uh, some people might be a little bit surprised by um, their their current standings and performance. I think a lot of people weren't really expecting them to climb up to the Pacific, like the top of the Pacific and end up where they are. But they have been one of uh, the league's fastest risers. I think they are are prepared to really surprise a lot of people. And, you know, I'll eat my words on Dave Haxtell. I wasn't really convinced of him. Uh, the first run with, uh, you know, his, his Flyers team and the first couple of uh, runs with the, the Kraken. But this year he seemingly figured things out. Almost kind of by going back to the drawing board, you know, kind of adopting the Vegas Golden Knights first year style. Fast counters, uh, lots of really good crisp puck movement. Lots of slot offense, and so, um, yeah, I mean, this Kraken team should be a really tough game. I think it'll be a really fun one, and if you're asking for a prediction of how many points I think the Jets could get uh, from the Sabres, Flyers, Blues, Hawks, and Kraken, I'm going to go with 7 out of 10. I think that there are some games there that should be pretty straightforward victories, uh, but then there are some that are going to be really tough. And in between there, you've got the all-star break, so the Jets should have some time off uh, between the Blues and Hawks game. Um, 
I think that'll be nice for Winnipeg to heal up, maybe get a couple of skaters back and maybe even make some trades because David Gustafson is coming back off of IR pretty soon, which means that, uh, or not David Gustafson, um, it's a couple of other players. You know, you've got Stanley and and Appleton coming off uh, pretty soon, but Basically, the Jets are going to have to wave somebody, and hopefully it's it's not going to be Heinola getting sent back down. Hopefully the Jets do the right thing with this roster and keep Billy and Sandberg up, but I know that the uh, the roster implications and, and roster size are always limiting factors, and both of those guys, uh, Heinola in particular, having the contract that he does, it lets him get sent down you know, freely of waivers, so that's probably going to be a bit of a knock against keeping him up. But maybe the Jets surprised me. Maybe he finally gets uh, some games here pretty soon. Be nice to see him in against the Habs this evening. But you never know. Uh, he hasn't been feeling well recently, so we'll keep an eye on that. But for tonight's episode, that is going to be all the time that we have. Let me know what you think the Jets are going to do over the next few weeks as they not only try to get through these games, maybe even make some roster moves. Give me your predictions in the comments below or at my social medias on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. But like I said, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thanks so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. And uh, we will catch you all tomorrow on uh, a, a bit of a recap of the Habs game and any you know brand new Winnipeg Jets news. But peace out until then. Have a great night. Thanks for listening and go Jets go.